everybody, and welcome back to the Out to Beat podcast. It is your host, Katie Zaccardi, and guess what? It's officially December. It's Sagittarius season. My birthday is in a few days. I'm thriving. Actually, at the time of recording this, my birthday is in a week, so it's kind of still far away, but I'm still thriving. (laughs) I love December. I mean, it's just Well, of course I love December. My birthday's in December. But like the holidays, the energy, everyone's kind of like vibing and you're kind of getting excited for the new year. And um, I'm really excited to dive into the podcast episode today and to dive into the next several episodes that we will be having in the month of December because I'm doing a series on the future of the music industry. So these are my predictions, trends, thoughts, all that juicy stuff on the future of the music industry and what it means for you. So this is part one of that series. And today we are going to talk about how in the new music industry, musicians need to be entrepreneurs. Now, right off the bat, you might be thinking that I'm basically saying like you have to own a side you have to have a side hustle or you have to be a coach or a teacher you have to be an entrepreneur you have to have started a business um also in addition to being a musician that's not what I'm saying now we will talk about coaching um and and that as a side hustle or not side hustle in the next episode or so but that's not what I'm saying here what I'm saying is that if you are a musician you are inherently an entrepreneur your musicianship is entrepreneurship and here's why in the old music industry people used to be able to get discovered quite frankly people would get discovered they would do their art they would focus on their art they would write they would do gigs or um you know workshops or put basically put on their art somewhere and they would have the opportunity of course they would network ideally and they would get discovered a and r's and People from labels and publishers were just out and about more. And I'm not, it's not to say that they're not. Obviously, that profession still exists and they still are discovering people at the major labels. But back in the day, you couldn't really have a successful music career without a label because the labels had to distribute your music for you. They would put a a bunch of money into you and they would, most labels and publishers would build you up. So they would discover you as a talent and then they would put a bunch into you for you to grow. Now, there's a lot that has shifted uh, that makes this not the case anymore. The first thing is that the music industry landscape has shifted in terms of how we monetize and we make money. There's no longer an emphasis on CD sales and vinyl sales, uh, but rather we're streaming, which we know is much less lucrative, both for artists and then therefore for labels as well. So not only are artists getting a huge cut of income taken away from them, but so are labels uh, by design, right? Because the labels are taking a cut of what they would what they would own uh, and they're trying to recoup their money from the artists that they've signed. So that's one reason why things have changed. And so, of course, the way labels operate has changed. We know that there is a higher emphasis on live music now and um, other ways that artists can make money. You see a lot of artists now doing brand deals or having clothing lines or, or you know, merch is standard, but like perfumes and and stuff like that that allows them to bring in extra income so already if we can consider it from this aspect we see that 
many, many artists are entrepreneurs and branch out into things that aren't just music. Um, But even, again, focusing on this musicianship here, you've got to be an entrepreneur. So with these shifts that have been happening, labels are not really looking for people to just randomly discover in a bar anymore. They're really looking for people who have proven themselves. They're looking to sign artists who have essentially developed themselves and at least gotten themselves to a stage where they can show they have uh, social proof, they have a following. You might have seen that there is an article about the, the TikTokers that got signed to major labels this year. Well, TikTok is a big avenue for discovering people. Live gigs is still, and now that it's coming back a little bit more, an avenue um, for discovering people, but online is where it's at. And that's not what this episode is about, but the point of me bringing up the TikTok artist that got signed is that the TikTok artist that got signed built a huge following for themselves and showed that they could monetize that following um, or had potential to. And that's why the labels and publishers were interested in them. So whether or not you want to get signed or you want to stay completely independent, you've got to be an entrepreneur. Now, there's multiple ways you can go about this. Entrepreneurs often have teams. So this isn't to say that you have to be a solopreneur, although to start, you probably will be. You can hire out people to help you. Again, signed or not, you can hire out people to help you with your social media or press or a merch team or a a booker or someone to help you booking gigs. You can hire out support, but my guess is if you're listening to the po- this podcast right now, you probably identify more as a solo entrepreneur, someone who's doing it alone or is uh, starting or at the very beginning stages of potentially growing their team and outsourcing things. Another reason why this is the case is because we are able to distribute our music and home recording is such a thing and we have the blessing of being able to have new technology really is what it comes down to to do this on our own which is another reason the industry landscape has changed in general because again you don't have to be hooked up with a producer to go record something you can learn how to do it by yourself you don't have to have a label to distribute your music you can do it by yourself. So with these new technologies allows for so much easier uh, or so much lower of a barrier to entry. So before there was a higher barrier of entry to be in the music industry. Now it's much, much lower. This is a good thing. This is a good thing for most people. However, what it means is that it's not just about being a talented musician anymore. And I know that kind of sucks to hear. Because when you fell in love with music, you didn't necessarily sign up to be a businesswoman. You didn't sign up to be an entrepreneur. And you might feel kind of gypped at the fact that now you have to be that. (laughs) And you might feel like, well, I'm a really good musician, but I suck at the business stuff. Oh my gosh, I hear that all the time. And that's a mindset shift. It is a mindset shift that needs to be had because you need to give yourself a little bit more credit and and again, just kind of like switch the mindset and the way you talk about it there. But it's also just because up until now or recently, there wasn't a huge desire. Like most musicians didn't have to be entrepreneurs. And so it can feel kind of shitty that this generation, this batch of musicians, the way things are now, if you want to be successful now, involves the business side of things. It can feel like frustrating. How come they got to do it and they got to get away with not doing it and now I have to do all this extra work? And I I know, I know that there's a part of this that like kind of stinks, but I really think that there's so much good 
that can come from it. And I'm going to get into that in a second, but I want to finish the point that I was making, which was that there is a low barrier to entry now. And there are a lot of people that are talented musicians, a lot of people that are built to be musicians. Not all of those people are built to be entrepreneurs. So when you can do both, you're winning. When you can do both, you are on the path to success. You have a leg up from everyone else. Because a lot of people will practice their craft forever and ever and ever. But they won't learn how to or show up on social media. They won't network. They won't um, strategically book gigs. They won't think about ways to monetize where they're at right now. They won't branch out of what they think a standard musician looks like or do anything that is business savvy to grow their career because they don't think that they should. They think I'm a musician and so I should just get to be a musician. Unfortunately, we don't have that privilege anymore. You don't have that privilege to just walk out and just be a musician. Because musicianship and entrepreneurship are the same thing. Now you've got to be an entrepreneur. Your musicianship is entrepreneurship. Your musicianship is entrepreneurship. So if you focus on being an entrepreneur, you already, you've basically like knocked out the category of people who are going to stuck being hobbyists or frustrated complaining musicians because they're not willing to put in the work to do the business side of things, which is completely fine, which is completely fine because that's great for some people. Some people, they just want to be hobbyists. Some people, they don't want to do the business side of things and it works for them. And that's, that's fine. It's completely fine. This is really just about if you want to be a professional musician, if you want to go full time in your music career, you've got to be an entrepreneur. What does that look like? Quite honestly, at the beginning, it looks like you being your own manager. You're first, first and foremost, you're being the artist, the songwriter. You're being your own manager. Maybe you're being your own producer your own publicist, your own social media manager. Think of yourself as taking on all of these roles. Now, I know that that can feel overwhelming because now it feels like I just gave you 20 jobs <laughs> and 20 titles and you're like, how do I balance all of that? But when you think of yourself as being a graceful, confident entrepreneur, it doesn't have to be so overwhelming as feeling like you have to play all the roles. You are playing all the roles, but we can think of it as one seamless job as opposed to feeling like you have the weight of a million people on your shoulders. Just because you are an entrepreneur and you are the leader of your music career doesn't mean that you have to work five full-time jobs. It can still be one full-time job and that gets it all done. So for instance, if you're starting out, obviously you're going to focus on writing your songs. Now, maybe you self-produce, maybe you work with a producer, you'll be in charge of fundraising or, or funding, however you choose, the money to produce the album, get it recorded, mixed, and mastered. You'll be in charge and be responsible for finding a, a person to, to take the album artwork or getting the, getting the album artwork created, putting it through to the distributor, creating your album plan and getting it released out there. Thinking forward, you'll want to create a fan base. You'll want to show up on social media and build a fan base. You want to make sure that you have an email list built. You'll want to figure out ways to monetize, and maybe that's merch, maybe it's gigs, maybe it's uh, other streams of income, like being an influencer and getting sponsorships of sorts, or creating a, a side hustle, or a boot camp, or something cool, or a Patreon, something cool that your fans can get involved in. Maybe you also coach and teach on the side, and that helps you balance it all out. But these things 
Obviously, as you can see, go beyond just the music. It involves the business. And if you're listening to this right now, you've heard all this before. This is not news to you of like all of those step-by-step things that you've got to do, right? You, you're in it. You're good. You know that that's the case. So this episode is really just meant to be a confirmation that you're on the right path and the future of the music industry involves the successful musicians being those who prioritize, yes, their musicianship, and also their entrepreneurship, and those who keep learning, who keep investing in their careers, who take courses or hire coaches or even sometimes outsource, hire someone to outsource what they don't know so that they can get the best results in each area. My biggest piece of advice for you, because I know that even just a couple minutes ago listing like the trajectory and all the things you're going to want to focus on, it can feel really overwhelming. So focus on one project at once. You don't have to sell out a stadium while you're working on recording your first album. You're going to focus on what's right in front of you and what the next and first priority is for you to accomplish in your music career. I like to kind of think about this as setting baby goals or baby milestones and accomplishing it and just, you know, you have the big long roadmap, but focusing on what is the next thing to get you started because that'll make it a lot less overwhelming. Picking one project to focus on at once um, or picking one thing, like for instance, maybe your one thing you focus on is getting really good at TikTok. So you focus on that and then once you've kind of gotten the habit, you've gotten the swing of that, then you can add on building your email list or then you can add on uh, booking a tour or something like that. So you're not trying to do everything all at once and that's where a lot of people go wrong. So that with that, again, I just want to reiterate the point that since the entrepreneurs are the ones that are going to succeed, investing in yourself is a huge, huge part of that. All business owners and all entrepreneurs invest in themselves. So consider this as you're building your music career. What do you not know when it comes to taking the next step? Where do you need support when it comes to taking the next step? Now, you'll, it's going to look different every time. Sometimes it might look like hiring a coach. Sometimes it might not right? Sometimes it might just be buying a $10 book or um, hiring someone to just create something for you or not investing at all and just doing the research that you need to do and investing your time and energy into learning that thing. But you've got to be really critical at every stage about how you can move forward faster and how you can really act as a business person as you are going through your career and as you are building your career. You know, it's really interesting because with the the landscape that we're in in society where so many people are quitting their jobs and so many people are starting their own businesses or moving to other jobs that they feel serve them better and they're really standing up for themselves and what they want out of their lives, the quality of life they want and the salary that they want to be paid, it, it just kind of reminds me of this because as a musician, you have the opportunity now And going back to what I was saying earlier about how I really believe it's a blessing, you have the opportunity now to really create that life for you, to have control over your work. And let me talk about that for a second, because, you know, back in the day where everyone pretty much had to sign to a label, they were they had to take cuts of everything, right? They they got their money. They advanced you money. They had to make it back. They own your stuff. It wasn't all glamorous. Like being signed to a label isn't all glamorous. That's still the case today. I mean, just look at Taylor Swift, right? You can see that not owning your stuff can be brutal. So being able to stay independent and being able to be an entrepreneur 
Or if you do choose to get signed, have the leverage of what you've built to get the best deal possible is such a blessing because you're not going to be screwed over by a label or publisher. You're not going to be, you know, relying on them and the money that they put behind you and the time and resources they put behind you for your success. You can make your own success. You also don't have to answer to anyone or what they see for your vision, for your brand, what what they think you should put out, uh, what kind of music they think you should write, what anything you do should look like or be like. You get to decide that as the entrepreneur. You don't have to answer to anyone else. It doesn't mean you don't have support or that you can't have support, but there's such a blessing here in that you get to own everything that you do fully. And with that, you get to create the life that you want, the schedule that you want. Do you want to be touring? Do you not want to be touring? Do you want to do a Patreon? You know, do you want to keep things online? Do you want to do more in-person things? Do you want to have other elements to your brand or other elements to your business? Do you want to coach and teach as well? Do you want to have really, I don't know, really cool merch or a clothing line or something else that you offer? Cool. You can do it all. You can do whatever you want. This is what excites me so much. And let me tell you, I know I mentioned it was Sag season. Here's why it's relevant. Sag season, Sagittarius is all about like innovation, ideas, exciting things, like thinking big picture and getting really inspired by it and getting fired up by it. <laughs> Freaking fired up. So it's really exciting when you allow yourself to recognize that you don't have to just be a standard old musician anymore who goes and releases an album and plays the gig and makes the money and gets paid shit and yada 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 you get to create an expansive universe for yourself we are in your universe this is the katie universe whatever your name is this is your universe (laughs) this is your universe i want you to open up a page and literally write your name and then universe or my universe and write out what that looks like if you could be doing anything you wanted in your life, in your music career, what would that look like? Because as an entrepreneur, you don't have to just stay with the standard vision that we've been used to. You can do anything you want. And that is what is so amazing about this and about this, the future of the music industry. So I'm going to wrap up this episode just by saying congratulations because you're here, you're listening to this. That means that I know you're already in a place where you are putting yourself first, your personal development first, and your entrepreneurship and musicianship first, which means that you are ahead of the curve. You are ahead of so many people out there who are not doing that, and you are on the path for success. You are on, you are there. You are right there, my friend, and I cannot wait to see what's in store for you. All right, guys, I will talk to you all next week. Let me know how this episode resonated over on Instagram at Katie Zaccardi. And if you're on TikTok, I'm making a commitment to myself to be much more active on TikTok and get back on it after a little hiatus. So go follow me over there, Katie.Zaccardi, Katie period Zaccardi, and let's connect because I love TikTok. And so um, I'm giving myself a challenge for all of December to at le- post at least once a day and be super active on there and a challenge to grow my following. I will see you all over on Instagram and TikTok, and I'll talk to you all here next week. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Out To Be podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, rate and review it on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps us spread the message and get this podcast out to even more women in music. For more information on coaching services, head to katiezacardi.com. See you next week.